Welcome to We Should Have Outgrown It, Season 3, Episode 29. 30, 30, 31. Who? No, 29, because, <laughs> because I remember I said 28 last week. I remember saying 28 last week, so I was like, in my head, all morning, I was like, remember to say 29. Yeah, yeah. You know, it was Rory and Carlos, by the way. I know we just started this, and he's just making fun of me. Yeah, yeah. I had it. I, I just, I, I just think it's funny because I feel like you said like 26, 27, like five times. I think I did. You said it like five times. But what had happened was they'd always do like a three week break. That's not. Right. So it's not like like this one. There was two in a row, and I remember what I did last week. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I got this very short attention span. Um, so we got a decent amount to talk about. I've watched quite a bit of TV with my girl, so we finished off a couple things couple things i talked about last week we got the new episode of jjk we got the fight that we thought was not going to be a fight so we got a decent decent amount to talk about today it's not too crazy carlos got a couple things that he wants to talk about that he watched so it's going to be i think a good time where do you want to start uh let's start with the bogus fight okay <coughs> so we had a fight this weekend now mind you i didn't think there was going to be a fight this weekend I thought it was going to be a absolute domination, one-sided, and it wasn't. It was actually, like, competitive for what it was. Like, it almost seemed like Tyson Fury just didn't practice, like, train or anything or do anything mm-hmm. to get ready because, yeah, it just looked like he didn't expect – I didn't think he expected him to hit as hard as he did. I think he thought, like, well, I fought Deontay Wilder, so I don't think anybody is ever going to hit as hard as yeah. him. And then when he gets Francis Ngannou in there, which, I mean, it's been known in the UFC that he's, like, the hardest hitter in the UFC. So, I'm not going to say. I still think that, you know, Deontay Wall is a harder hitter. But the fact that you wouldn't assume that this dude could mess you up if he gets the chance, it just made me, like, kind of sad in a sense for, like, like boxing. Like, I've seen all these uh, YouTubers for MMA saying, like, boxing's a fraud and all this. And it's like... And then that showing, yeah, because you got the number one guy. Yeah, and I don't think he's the pound for pound yet. Who who is the pound for pound right now? I think it is Bud Crawford. Okay. Um, and then right underneath him is Inouye. Yes, but he is in the like top top yeah, of those kind of fighters. And you have a guy that doesn't even compete in the sport. Yep. Going to toe to toe with you like that, right. I will be honest. I think I would have preferred Deontay Wilder being in that match with Nganu because yeah. I think he would have actually took that serious um, and try to lay him out. Yeah. Because uh, I, I don't know. This is a problem with um, quick money things. So I don't even know how much they even made on this fight. I know Nganu was $10 million. Yeah. So it's like I feel like those – the. The time that we're in, and because of what YouTube, YouTube creator, all creators have done, like it, it made it easy to get money to do these things. Um, so it almost feels like Tyson Fury just went on that wagon. Was like, I can just make money without um, possibly getting hurt. So I'm going to take this and not put as much preparation as I would in a normal kind of boxing bout that he would with, like, let's say Deontay Wilder. Because I'm going to be honest, I, the problem is is that I didn't watch the actual fight. I watched the highlights. But from the highlights, he didn't look like he was moving how he did in even in his last fight. Yeah. Um, he looked different compared to that. He looked sluggish. Yeah. For, for Tyson Fury to look sluggish is kind of rare. Like, I, I haven't seen it. 
So, like, for me, it just seemed like, like I said, I think he pulled one of those, like, oh, I don't need to train for this kind of I just think he was in that situation, like, my brother's fighting in a couple weeks from now. I'm just going to yeah. chill, and then I'm going to go to this fight. And I think they think of, like, Floyd Mayweather versus Conor McGregor, and they're like, well, that's the best, like, puncher in box i mean in ufc which i'm saying like overall like when you thought of technique when it comes to ufc conor mcgregor was up there especially mm-hmm. in his prime like as much as i don't like conor mcgregor he was a good he was a good striker yeah and has power when you watch the fights that he's done like knocking out donald Cerrone with like a shoulder you know he had that power and uh so I think that they're like oh okay then they watched like jake paul knock out a few of these used yeah. like washed up guys and they thought like, oh, this isn't, this guy's not going to be nothing. <laughs> but what you don't realize is like Francis Ngannou strictly basically relied on his boxing in UFC. Like that was what he did as much as it wasn't it was sloppy boxing, but yeah. it was boxing. And so I think he just assumed he wasn't going to be there. Mm-hmm. So that's why he looked like the way he did. Yeah, that's what I, I can agree with that. And the problem is it is that, so you got guys given their retired UFC fired fighters that they fought, but you got somebody like Jake Paul knocking out these UFC fighters, and you got a world class boxer that can't even knock out a UFC fighter. Yeah, it makes you wonder like, would Jake Paul stand a chance? No, but <laughs> would he? Like, you never know. Like, that, that after seeing that, it makes me more curious to see him fight somebody other than like a uh, what's his name, Tommy Fury, like someone in that, like. Like, I would like to see him fight, like, an old Triple G. Mm-hmm. You know, an older, wa- not washed up, but an older fighter. Or, like, a good one to be, like, Gabe Rosado or somebody who's still fighting, but, like, record's not the greatest. Mm-hmm. It's kind of that mid-tier boxer. That's what I would like to see those people do. Just to kind of, like, because there were all these boxers guys were, like, saying, like, shut them up. Well, after seeing what I just saw, now I'm not so convinced. <laughs> I'm just not. Well, I think um, here – I think they're smart enough to keep the money rolling to not go after people that can potentially but really take now? Dude, I mean, like, I see what you just saw. Would you go like, well, I'm a better boxer than him. Yeah. Why wouldn't I be able to go in there? You could. I mean, yeah, technically you could. But, I mean, all in all, it's just it's just disappointing seeing what happened um, with Tyson Fury, like I expected more out of him, but I did say prior to the fight, I didn't know which Tyson Fury I was getting. If I was getting like dedicated, serious, or a guy that's just going to be, yeah, just there for in the money. there, yeah, just in there for the money, and that's pretty much how it looked. Um, there was there's like signs of life, yeah, um, but it wasn't. It just it just didn't feel like a boxing match yeah. to me. It felt like pretty much how it was was just a. Uh, showing uh what yep. was whatever uh, it was. yeah um just one of those because even well what what took me off guard though is that i didn't expect i didn't like really think francis Ngannou was actually that big he's the dude's a tall dude bro yeah he's like i thought he was like not like insanely tall but he's like five or six five or six four or something like that the it was crazy because i was like yo I, I thought he was shorter than like i thought he was gonna be like how how visually i thought he was gonna be like no, because he's he had to cut weight yeah. for UFC, and their weight limit's two sixty five. Mm. So he's a big dude. Because yeah. I think he he's he was taller than um, Stipe, and I think Stipe's like six four six three, and he was like an inch and a half taller than him. Mm. So if you know, so I would say he's in that six four five six six yeah. range. Because I know he's 
him, him, and um, John Jones are like eye to eye when they look at each other. So. Yeah, but John Jones is a big dude. Yeah. Like oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, so that I, I don't know, just because of how tall Tyson Fury is, so I like never imagine seeing people like actually like where he looks up, but it's like nah. not not really. You know what I mean? Yeah, you know who I want him to fight next? Joshua. Who? Uh, not Fury. Um, and Connor. Yeah, no. go fight Joshua. Like. You know what I'm saying? I think that would be a good fight. Joshua's not is going to take it seriously. Like, I think he now can get an actual boxing fight, another one, you know. Mm-hmm. So that would be a good one, you know. Or I would like to see Joshua fight Fury finally. Do you think he's getting – do you think he's officially not – like not going to go back to the UFC? Uh, he's not. He, he's, been, he's, he's signed to the PFL. Oh, is he? Yeah. He's been off the UFC for a while. Oh, I thought. Oh, so that little stand-up between him and John Jones was a lot was of nothing. That right there? No, 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 it was a. Was that Tyson Fury's? It was that one of those. One of those fights. I can't yeah. remember which one it was, but yeah, they. Um... Yeah, because he. All I know is that yeah, because John Jones is out for like at least a year. Mm-hmm. He's towards pack. Yeah. So it's like it wouldn't be for a while, anyways. But I don't think he's in. He's not in the UFC. He's not signed to the UFC or anything. He left the UFC like that right before this whole fight was like announced. So you know, because he wanted to make money. Yeah, so. but yeah, that's crazy though. Yeah. Oh yeah, it is it's super. It's just like for me, it's kind of just lame in my sense. I, I just I was not stoked with it, and I, like overall, it could be that it either gave a black eye to boxing or Tyson Fury gave the black eye to boxing. One of the two. Either way, it's not the greatest thing. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But that's about it I got for that fight. Yeah. Kind of not worth much more time yeah. after seeing that. So we do have a ton of other things to go over because i got a couple TV shows. i got a movie. Carlos got some movie. So I guess we could start with yours. It's the more popular movie right now. It's like the number one streamed movie this year. Or oh, what? Yeah, they say it's really big, the one that you're talking about. So why don't we go with that? Which one? The, what's the movie you were just talking about that I don't know nothing about? Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so this one is based off a game. And it actually goes through the whole series of games, like the storyline of the games, and it's um, Five Nights at Freddy's. Uh, pretty much the gist of the whole thing is if you know the Chuck E. Cheese little mechanical, um, what? I don't know, like performers or Robot whatever. things, yeah. yeah. Um, it's like that, just they just look different, you know, so... It's not, instead of a mouse, it's a bear for yeah, the Yeah, like robotic one. mascots, basically. Yeah. Um, and in the game, the idea is to survive, well, obviously, Five Nights at Freddy's. And each night, it gets a little bit more aggressive than the last night. And you got to, like, try to block them off from getting into your, like, security room. Um, I, the movie was uh, actually pretty decent. Like, uh, like you don't expect the craziest storyline. Like, I wish they would have changed some things, but, like, um, that's just me as far as storytelling, but they, I've heard, um, that it went really well with the storyline of the actual game. So the people that are fans, like real fans of the game, like they enjoyed it because they stay true to what the game was and didn't try to like move away from it, even though like the content was like a little subpar, okay. um, that they could have done a lot better, but for the movie, this guy um, is raising his baby sister, little kid sister, 
Um, I, I'm not exactly sure. I, I, I might have missed it on what happened to their parents. Right. Um, and it goes through the struggle with him and uh, what happened to his little brother when they was both young. Um, and then he loses a job. He can't find a job anywhere, so he has to like go to whatever those places are that help you find jobs. I forget. Yeah, I forget what they're called. Um, um, whatever they're called, he he goes there to try to get a job, and the guy there uh, sees the person's name and was like, "Yo, I got this job for you." He was like, "The pay is horrible, and uh, the hours are even worse." Kind of thing. Oh, okay. <laughs> so he tells him like. Yeah, I got this. Obviously, he says no, and then he's he has to come back because something happens in his personal life where he needs a job in order to save things in his personal life. Right. Um. So he calls him back, and then that's when all things get like weird when he when he goes there like day after day. It just increasingly gets more um deep into the storyline of what the game is actually about. Okay. Um, I don't want to give too much away just in case you actually watch it, but nope. <laughs> I'm sorry, no. um, I actually enjoyed it. Okay. I, I think it was uh, pretty fun. Um, to the people that don't really know Five Nights at Freddy, they could have done so much better. <laughs> um, I think there's just if I don't want to say they could have done that because like I also say if you get too far away from like the actual content of what made it popular, then it's kind of bad. Like I wouldn't want them to do that to something that I like. Right. So it's like it's kind of double sided. So I'll leave it at where it is um, and I won't change it because I know there's people that actually enjoy it, how the storyline was. Right. Um, but it was fun. I think overall I would watch it again. Um but I have to be in a mood for it. Okay. So maybe a seven out of ten. Um, yeah, that's higher for I guess. Yeah, a seven out of ten, maybe a six point five, uh, somewhere around there. Uh, just because, like, <clears throat> for me personally, this ain't for people that actually like this show or like the games and stuff like that. Um, the storyline was just too choppy for me. Like right. things didn't make sense. They could have placed other things in it. Um, <clears throat> So that's just from my personal perspective. And I don't want to take away from like the actual content of the game. because I've right. never played the game. So it could be really good and true to the games. So, <clears throat> but for me, and if I was suggesting to somebody, I would tell them like, if you don't know the games, it might be a little rough for you. Okay. Um, especially good. if you're going through those kind of like, it's, there really wasn't any jump scares, but it's almost like jump scary kind okay. of things. Like they don't give you the jump scares, but they make it as close to jump scares as they can without like actually doing it kind of thing. Okay. Um, so it's more like um a funny scary movie, because I think it is considered a horror, but I wish I knew a movie to compare it to right now. Like more like think. on like a scream side than like an actual horror movie. Where like yeah, something is happening as well. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah, yeah. Scream one, two. They're trying to have like goofiness happening at the same time. Yeah, like you don't actually get scared in the movie. Yeah, um, you only get like pop out scares, maybe. Well, maybe. yeah, yeah, Jump you out, could. Yeah, scares, yeah, 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 you know? yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, that's pretty much what it's on. You're not going to be like out of your seat, like yo, this horrifying. 
Um, so I think that's the reason why if it doesn't have like a good storyline with it, I just can't enjoy it as much. Cause the last scream, I think I gave that a good grade. Yeah. Like the, the storyline like was really good and they mixed it really up. Um, there was a couple things I was in and I out, watch that still. but this one, like it's just hard. I'd have okay. to be in the mood to watch it. Okay. Um, sick. So, so we'll stay on that same boat because mine is also like a kind of like a comedy horror slasher film. It's like a comedy slasher film. And that was totally killer. So that's on, it's on Amazon Prime right now. You can watch it. Um, it released a couple weeks before Halloween. Yeah. Uh, we watched it like, well, I want to say last weekend. But overall, the gist of it is it's like the main character from the show, Sabrina, which a lot of people haven't watched. <laughs> I haven't watched it. Which I think people should. Sabrina is one of those shows where it's made by the people that made Riverdale. So I think a lot of people thought it was like this teen comedy thing. Or like based on that, but it's not. It's actually like, especially the first two seasons, I found really good for what they were. Like, I wouldn't say they're like a 10 out of 10 or anything like that, but it's like a darker take on Sabrina, mm-hmm. which I, if you remember Sabrina, the teenage witch as a kid, it could kind of make you feel a little bit better about it. So overall, I'd say that show is really good. So the main character from that, the girl who plays Sabrina, is the main character in this movie. And it's basically about like a kid who's, in their town a long time ago, there was a like murder a murderer who killed like three people, like three teen sweethearts, mm-hmm. like kind of like the mean girls of this thing. <laughs> and the mom of that girl was like friends with her, with those or those girls. The mom of the main character was friends with those characters, so it's based kind of around that. So her mom's like always made her like she's like traumatized from it. And so what ends up happening in this movie is like around now, like the, all of a sudden, you know, when she's like, you know, a 16 year old kid in high school, that slasher's now back. So this is like 30 years later and he's back and doing things. So anyways, it leads to her jumping in a. So I thought it was going to be more of like a freaky Friday situation where somehow she gets put back in the past. Mm-hmm. And in this, it's more of like a time machine that this kid makes. And she gets inside it, and then it doesn't work. So they can't figure it out. But then something happens that makes her go into the past. Well, when she goes into the past, she's like goes back to the day that this all happened, like the day before or the day of, like at school. So then the night, that next night, these three girls start dying. So every like three days or two days, another girl dies, mm. and. So basically she's on a time thing because the time machine works based off of the phone's GPS, but she moved back to the eighties. So there's no way to charge her phone. <laughs> so it's like, she has to like, she can only be there for like six days and she keeps her phone off kind of situation and turns it on when she needs to, to kind of preserve battery. So it's basically kind of based around that. But the cool thing about this movie is it's actually pretty fun. Like I would say overall a good time to watch, especially if you like, Say you were like, oh, it's Halloween season, which it just was, and you're watching like Screams. Yeah, it's a fun movie to watch in between my like, Scream three and four because I think those are when it gets bad. It's so, like four and five are like the bad Screams. I think six is the good one again. So mm-hmm. you can kind of watch it in between there, and it's just fun. It like kind of she's like like things are happening like in the eighties, like things that you would say, like say you say the certain words and stuff that you can't say now. So she kind of is always like, hey, you can't do that. You can't call that person. <laughs> So she's spending the whole time doing that. And then there's just like things happening and she's trying to fix the like 
things from happening, but because she's there messing with stuff, things are happening a little slightly different. Mm-hmm. So just as like a cool concept that kind of plays into that, like a time vortex is like, they like, they reference cause she goes back to the eighties. So she's like, like, well, haven't you seen uh back to the future? And they're like, Oh no, it just came out. I really want to see it. <laughs> you know, like that kind of stuff's happening in, <laughs> around the same time. So it is a fun movie. I, and I would say overall for me, it's like a 7.5. I'm not a big horror guy. But I enjoyed this just because it was fun. The one thing I don't like is the slasher guy's mask. So it was like you have like Ghostface who has that like iconic mask and mm. Jason and stuff. His is not good. Like the mm, mask sucks. Really but I mean, like if you can get past that, it's an overall pretty fun movie. And like I said, her like stupid like it makes you laugh because like I'm a little bit older, and so like the super PC culture that's nowadays for like kids who are under the age of like 25 mm. is different from me yeah so when i hear her say stuff i have more of that like 80s mentality and i'm like oh what a dork and then you like <laughs> see it like oh okay yeah, yeah, so yeah. me it gets me it, it makes me giggle a little bit so i'll say overall 7.58 um good movie worth a watch especially like i said if you're on that like slasher kick and you want to watch something different mm-hmm. it's a good time overall i'd say it's mm-hmm. good it goes it goes pretty well though i mean through the through October, November, December, a lot of the movies are interchangeable, especially because of Nightmare Before Christmas. Yeah. Like it really ties in everything. So like it, it just because it's not yep. um the holiday season technically anymore, it still like follows through yeah, with me it. Me and my girl are gonna watch all the screams <clears throat> still. So solid, solid. Go ahead. Hey, you haven't even watched the last one yet. Uh, Let me know when you get there. Man. Yeah, no, I might, might, might start with that one just because we haven't seen. Mm. So it's worth like let's start with this one, then we'll go back and rewatch one, yeah. two, and three. I don't really care to watch four and five, so I'll watch one, two, and three. I don't even like three, but I like one and two a lot. Yeah. So and I think I, three is okay, but it's kind of confusing. Mm. So, there's a there's also a Thanksgiving slasher that's coming out or is out now, which is weird, but. It kind of reminded me of what you said about Iconic Mass. So it's kind of like a lot of them don't actually do masks. They just do like the old hood and yeah. you just can't see their face oh, anymore. Oh, yeah, I did see that one. There's like that town that like yeah. that has like almost like a um, a Guy Fox mask. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, I was like, yo, you guys are going to try to get too creative now. Yes. Um, so I think it is kind of hard to like actually get a mask that's actually iconic. Like yeah. The ones. But there are cool ones like I'm like. Like for instance, like the pig masks from Saw. Yeah, you know what I'm saying it wasn't. It was just like a mask. Like or like they always have like that like horseman. Like they're just the head of a horse. What's can... uh? I like the mask on the the people that like. <clears throat> is it Earth. the neighbors? Uh, it's so a family is in a house and then somebody comes knocking on the door. They were all wearing like the bat, like the. The like bags over their head. Think about that. Yeah, I don't know what that movie was called, but I do remember like Strangers or something like that. Yeah, like I like things like that. Like it almost seems like something that somebody would actually wear. Yeah. Um. When you you do do is go to a con like a a con like a yeah one hundred yeah. (laughs) (laughs) a full blown mistake right there. So you go to like a uh, um. A spirit Halloween and yeah. just look at the mask, like the generic mask. Because yeah, yeah. there's some that you could be like, oh, this would be perfect for that. Yeah, yeah. Instead of these, like, like you're saying in that one, it's like a real big mask. That's how this one is in this movie. It's like a huge square <laughs> mask. And it's like, 
gigantic. And yeah. I'm like, no. Like the thing that made the you know the the freaking um, mask from Halloween so good is it's like supposed to be William Shatner. And people are like, but because mask sucked so bad back when that movie came out, you couldn't tell what it was. Yeah. So it just looks creepy. Yeah. You know, so like you could come up with, you can choose different ones, like that yeah. baby mask, you know, or like, <laughs> it's always like so creepy. You know, yeah. Something like that would be sweet. But presentation matters. Yes. Uh, for you know, sure. A good one to use for one of those murdering things is like the Ichigo mask. <laughs> yeah, that's a. Uh, I, I almost bought it this week, this year. I, well, there's so many times I've seen them where I was like, yo, I guess. But the problem is, is that like it doesn't look as good because they're plastic. Rather than like something, I don't know it, what else it, you could make. It looked make pretty them. sweet. I looked at it. I put it on. And it wasn't did, bad. did it morph or anything like that? This is like fold around your face, but like when you look at the hollow masks, they're always like big on their face. Yeah, yeah. Those yeah. so it looks nice. But usually with those like with those plastic ones, like it when you, anytime you like you touch it, like it would give a little bit. No, it's not so, that. It's like oh, a okay. harder. Plastic. Okay, okay. More like like you would think of like um to like Toby's mask. Okay. From Naruto. Yeah, yeah. And so, like, it, they, I almost bought it. Like, I almost bought the pit, is like, one half piece that just covers the top half of your head. Is it a strap? or? Is yeah, it it's a strap, okay. and it has, like, foam inside that presses against your face. Mm. It's not, like, expensively made. I think it's, like, 17 bucks. Yeah. So, it's worth buying, like, especially if you're into it. It's actually not a bad one. I think next year I'm going to buy it. Yeah. Because it's just, just for having it. Like, I don't even need to wear it or anything. But. I just wish, I just wanted to wear, I might have to do, like, mesh. Because I wouldn't want to like be able to see my eyes through right. it. Because I like the scenes where like you just can't see it, and then they have like a little red, yeah, like line that goes through. I always think that that's cleverly done. Um, but dang, man, I, I'm definitely thinking about seeing that thing yeah, now. It, it's fun. I'm telling you, like, it's a good movie to watch. It's not like I said; it's not the greatest thing. There's like obviously like weird plot holes, but the overall, it's like a fun mix of like today versus then yeah. kind of thing. Like it gave me like. Um, Hot Tub Time Machine meets Scream vibes mm-hmm. kind of situation. Not as good as either of those movies, but just like a little bit of each. Yeah, it, so. it, It's really funny when you say something like that, when you're like, it goes back to 80s and you get like the terminology and stuff like that that was going on then. Yeah. So it's kind of weird because back when we was younger, you had a lot of the people that would go back into the 70s or yeah. 60s and you just don't know what they're talking about. So it's weird now that yeah. we're here. We know what they're talking about when they're going back in time. Oh, yeah. So and you think about like, yeah, it's like, 1990 is farther away than 1950 or 2050. Yeah. So you got to be like, oh, <laughs> oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so for me, it's like, dang, I'm old. Yeah. And it makes you think of that. So it was overall, like I said, it's a great, it's a great movie for like one of those things where like if you're just wanting to watch something, like especially if you want to kind of like shut your brain off, you can sit there and be like, who is the killer kind of situation, yeah, yeah. trying to figure out who it is and everything. Yeah. But and like, what's the motivation? Because they only hint at the like motivation like twice throughout the whole movie, mm-hmm. so you don't really notice it. And you're like, "We what? Why did this person do this?" <laughs> and it's cool because there's like a guy who's like podcasting, like trying to like he's using those murders as like what he podcasts yeah, about. Yeah, kind of like how people do like Delphi nowadays. So it's cool. It's just like it's cool to see how everything goes together. Is that the terminology for it? What I'm that. that... Did you say Delphi? Delphi is it's a it's a murder case that happened with like two girls. Mm-hmm. They also known as like the Snapchat murders. 
Oh, okay. so it was just like Delphi is the name of the city. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, so it's I don't like, know. Uh, that's a big thing, though. Like whatever yeah. the, the people talking about those kind of yeah, cases that, it's really stuff. big, popular like that. Uh, they call it like true crime podcast. Yeah, yeah. That's so there's tons of like the one I listen to is called um, uh, True Crime Garage. They're the ones I'll listen mm-hmm. to stuff. And I think one of the dudes is making a book about the whole Delphi stuff mm-hmm. after because they've been covering it since it happened. So it's I'm, pretty interesting. You know what? I kind of want to just, I want to make fun of my girl real quick about that because she will listen to different, like there's only one that she really like dedicates listening to. It's like two girls that talk and go over stories and stuff like that. But she will watch the same documentary, not documentary, like what occurs in different podcasts is you'll go through it again i'm like yo how can you yes. do that so my girl does the same thing when she gets into it so she'll be like <laughs> well i heard what true crime garage says now i'm gonna listen to what crime crime queen say <laughs> or what you know only murders in the building say kind of situation where she'll go through yeah, like yeah. five people listening to the same case yeah trying to figure out like piece little piece together like these people have done the research like you're not going to find like, <laughs> these guys said this and this happened and then you're like oh i got it like you know some weird yeah. thing like there was one time that's only ever happened to me where i like piece some stuff together so there's a book called dr mary's monkeys i do believe and it's about the thing about like how a's was created in a lab and it was released on accident because they were testing it on monkeys and then this place called Tulane it's like outside of New Orleans it's a school was where it was happening at mm-hmm. um and then like in like early 90s or like in the 80s or whatever they released these monkeys the weird thing about it is like a comedian named uh what's his name Theo Vaughn talked about having like because they said like they, they had like kids go out and try to help catch these monkeys and Theo Vaughn like has a story about like in that when he was real young that they had him out trying to catch monkeys. Mm. And I was like, wait a second, like that lines up with that's kind of weird. But obviously age is already out by then. So I was like, I don't know necessarily what they're talking about. It was kind of crazy of me to think that like Theo Vaughn talks about like how in that area where he lives, that's where he's from, mm. they had like the kids go out and try to find these like monkeys and they mm. were all aggressive and biting people and stuff. So it's like you know like that actually he did he read a story about that and then put himself into it or did did it really happen so in my head i was like oh god like you know like one of those those true crime moments like i figured it out it's real like it's connecting yeah and so i had to talk about that forever but that's what gave me those vibes for them but like i said the movie's fun it's a good time worth watching uh and that's all movies i watch did you watch any other movies yeah um none oh the nun how was uh, that the nun 2 it was good i it's tough because i don't know if the same mechanics of what made this kind of universe popular is working on me anymore yeah uh, right. so so that could be problematic and I might be gauging something based off of that, off of fatigue maybe, or um, what's the word? Uh, where I see the same thing over and over again, so it's not as impactful. Yeah, it was like The Conjuring and The Nun. Yeah. And all those like, and like The Exorcist and stuff. It's all yeah. kind of based around the same shit. Yeah, I, I think so. if this was, let's say this was like the first movie that came out out of this universe. 
I think it's a really good movie. Right. Um, but if you're comparing it to like the nun, the first one, or the conjuring one, um, it's not on the same level. Okay. I don't even think it's even close to the same level. I don't think the production is as as good, even though it's newer. Okay. Because uh, there's some scenes where um they made some of the demonic things um you know you know it's like one side you're it's too cgi yeah they went the whole opposite way where it's like too like you put somebody yeah in a costume it obviously they probably didn't it was probably like some kind of like Mixed mechanical it. thing that they did but it, it didn't feel like it belonged in the right and in I, the real world I think type I know of what thing. you're trying to say it's like almost it past that uncanny valley where yeah. like people don't know what that means like the uncanny valley is like when something gets too close to human it looks more fake like a good example of it is like when people always like me or then like i'm always like why didn't they keep going when Tintin came out and stuff because i was like that is like the best animation i've ever seen yeah and it's been 10 years and there's never been a movie quite like it or like a Polar Express yeah. and stuff. Well, the issue with it is it's like it's bothersome to the human eye mm. once you get a little bit past that because it passes that uncanny valley where we can kind of recognize it. Mm. It's why Jurassic Park is so good in comparison to the things that came after it. Yeah. Because, like, you're just not going to, A, the money they put into it, but B, the, you're never going to get as good because it's too close to human. Mm. And so it has some weird issues. And it's really hard to explain, but... That's what I feel like you're getting into. It's almost like, oh, this one we did really good. Now we have better CGI, but when we when we played it, it looked too weird to me. So we changed it kind yeah. of situation. Yeah. Um, but this one like seemed like more mechanical though. Um, but it was like kind of that, because it was um I'll just say one of the little characters in there. It was like um a goat type person thing, but it didn't look have you seen you haven't seen the conjuring 2 have you no, so there's a scene i'm super excited for this movie hopefully it doesn't let me down um because it's a side thing of it it's called the crooked man and how they brought the crooked man into that show like it was just a side side piece of it like it it looked like it could actually be in that universe kind of right. thing um like you could actually feel like yeah, it's a part of it. It's not like just stuck in to the movie, just side by side with the characters. Kind of like this one. It's just like it didn't fit. Like it just it. It looked like as if somebody. You have you seen like those monkey suits that look realistic, um, but you know that they're not real. Yeah, like stuff you see in like a haunted house. Yeah, um, like <clears throat> they're really realistic, but you can feel like it's not yeah. really there. Yeah. Um, I wish they would have done something different with it. Um, that would have made it, it could have made it more scarier right. um, because they try to make it scary, but like kind of like what you said with the mask of the um, movie that you watched, like things like that kind of throw me off and it, it just doesn't have the same impact for me. Yeah. Like it probably has impact for other people, but there's specific things that I like and I know that I would be scared of. And that's like, Seeing something yeah. like that, I'm like, yeah, I don't know, man. That's yeah, yeah. it kind of threw me off. Um, so a rating for it. I'll give two ratings because I think that's more fair. If people have never watched a lot of like those scary movies, I think this is a pretty solid seven, seven point five out of ten. 
But for me, like if I was like, yo, if I knew you like scary movies, I would sell you that this is probably like a five out of ten. Okay, I got you. Because I don't want to like steer you wrong and be like, yeah, it's a really good scary movie if you like scary movies. Yeah. It's like, no, it's not even close to anything else you've probably yeah. seen. Um, so, which is, it sucks to say because I actually like this universe that they're doing. Um, and I like the atmosphere that they actually put into it. It's just some of the aspects of it just wasn't doing it for me. Um, <clears throat> but everybody should know basically what the Nun 2 is. It's it's about this demonic like person that is trying to get something from the real world to help her like gain power to do whatever evil she wants to do. Um, and that's pretty the big gist of the whole thing. Right. Um, and it's around that character and then characters, the obviously the good guys um, around them too. Uh, so it's like, I really enjoy that they don't put too much people in these kind of universes. It's only like a few. Um, which is pretty enjoyable, but right. yeah, I, I would, I me personally, I would do a five out of 10, but if you don't really watch scary movies, like, is this is like your, like, I don't know, third one yeah. that you've seen or in you like 10 yeah. years. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think it's a, I think it's a solid like seven, 7.5. Yep. Like, that's like how I feel like, like, I, like my girl doesn't want to watch that movie smile, but it's the only one recently that made me want to watch it. Mm. Like scary movie wise, and I don't know how good it was. I can't. I never remember. I think you watched it. Yeah, yeah. I can't remember what you said. But she's like, "No, that one actually looks creepy to me." And I'm like, "That's the only one that looks good." Yeah. Uh, forever. Like the last movie I remember watching that I enjoyed scary wise, like it was like really enjoyable. It was like the crazies. Mm. Like, yeah. That movie. With it, yeah, with the crit, like yeah, I think you would like. Um, the, obviously the the design that went into it. it isn't as great but like i think i know what you're talking about like i think that would be like a good one and her saying that it looks creepy like it did feel creepy like it just feels different and i love when scary movies do that yeah, like something like, like you didn't know would be creepy and they bring it out you're like hmm that was how the miss movie was for me like oh I hated that boy. Movie, i fucking loved it yo did There's you so many people hated it yeah you know what i think it did get a wraparound where people it started to become a cult favorite type okay. thing. Um after a while it was like bad, but yo, that bad boy scared me. It could have been because I was younger, but like, yo, I was so scared of that movie. And yeah. you're just talking about monsters and mist, but it's not really the monster that's scaring you. It's just like not being able to see yep, I mean, what's stuck out in there. that store and stuff, kind of freaking out. <laughs> Dude, that was a good movie. You know? yeah, like, yeah. People hated it. I remember when it first came out, I went and saw it in theaters. I forgot why. I think a couple of my friends wanted to go see it, so I ended up there. But I remember afterwards, everyone was like, "That movie sucked," and I was like, "That movie was good." Yeah. And then like, and then like, yeah, as you said, it came around a little while back, but it was like that one was really good. And then they had that other one that came out from the same dude where it was like the plants killing people. Yeah, yeah, with well, Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, yeah. I didn't hate that one, but I didn't think it was as good as the Mist. I just, yeah, it's not the same, but I just like when horror movies like try to do something different. Yep. Sometimes it might not work out. And it might not work out for everybody, yeah. but that one specifically, yeah, I agree. That was yeah. bonkers. And it was just like a weird, just offshoot move for me. It was something I would ever see, but I did. And yeah. I was like, oh, it's good. It reminds me of Signs. Like, yeah, Signs was Signs. such a fantastic movie. Yeah. It still is. That's in my channel on too. So, yeah. He had his couple of movies and then he really pooped the bed, yeah. especially with Avatar. <laughs> still mad about it. I won't watch another one of his movies. <laughs> uh, but uh yeah i mean that's uh all i got for the nun but i will keep it on like horror theme 
um, because I'm watching the Goosebumps series. Okay. And it's just like what you would expect from the books. If you've actually read the books, they're like, they're like uh, kid, kid type scary. Yeah, they're like, for like, if you're over the age of like 12, 13, it's like kind of creepy. Yeah, if yeah. If you had an old Goosebumps show back in the day, I don't know if you ever watched Yeah, I watch it. Oh, yeah. And so, like, they were good. Sometimes they were creepy. There's one yeah. of them that was real creepy with, like, the parents and stuff. Yeah. So, but it's not, like, necessarily too scary. It almost gave me, like, part, like, I would say, it. I would assume the new show kind of has, like, almost like a Black Mirror kind of vibe to it. While also being like a scary thing, yeah. Where each one's a new thing, or is it all going together? It's a it, so it goes like book by book, but the storyline stays true to what they're going for. Okay, kind of thing. So like, um, let's say like if you know the blob, they'll have a blob in one scene, and then the next one it'll be like the the girl ghost. Okay, um, is it like visible girl? Or is something. there like two episodes in a episodes or one whole episode to the blog? One whole episode is like the blog. Okay, I um, don't know if you meant like but that. but there's like an actual storyline going along with okay. whatever's introduced at that time. Okay. Um, so it actually makes it pretty good. I think they've done five books that they've pulled in together um, to make. Yeah, um, so it's actually pretty good. I mean, you know what it used to remind me of is like, it, like, like, are you afraid of the dark? Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like yeah, all yeah. these shows that were like cool for us as kids, like yeah. that, like, like medium horror, mm. almost like it's like mild horror. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's like uh, flaming hot horror. Yes. <laughs> like. Uh... <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I got you. Uh, that's pretty, but that's exactly what it is. Um, it's just a fun time. Unfortunately, I don't. The storyline with the kids in it, like, I just, it's god awful. But you expect those from, like, a Goosebump type thing. Yeah. Um, even in the old Goosebumps, like, the kids looked like doofus. Like, they yeah. did doofus things um, that you wouldn't expect real people to be doing. Yeah, but they just had that one that's, like, hold my hand or whatever. Yeah. Where the girl did only the dumbest things. That's a, <laughs> like, um. Yeah, that's a, but that's what I'm saying is that, like, it's just funny. Like, but I don't take that away from it because when I'm, Thinking of the goosebumps, that's what I'm thinking I'm getting from it. Right. Um, so uh for me, the, I think it's like a sheesh, I don't want to give it too high, but like I think it's really fun. Uh right. so I think I would give it an eight, eight Ooh, out of nice. ten, just because it's just fun. Um <clears throat> yeah, and I can't uh, I think I have one episode I'm behind on. I think it's coming around to the end. It feels like it's about to hit that climax. Um, so we'll see what happens at the end. I'll give my like full season right review on it but so far like i i hope there's a season two type thing okay so heck yeah sweet so i'll go on to my next which is a nine out of ten starting off with the rating we would never do <laughs> so we've already talked about it and that's gen v for the whole season it just ended eight episodes clean crisp uh and it's overall a good time so gen v is basically superhero kids going to college i talked about this last week and they cover a lot of their like have uh superpowers from the gen v stuff from the uh gen v from freaking <laughs> compound v yeah. and uh they it's like happening alongside or right after the last season of the boys mm. so it's like which is cool is there's not very often where the spinoff show fits directly in and almost leads to the next thing so it's yeah. almost going to be like a comp companion piece where you almost want to watch you know the boys then gen v then the boys from here on out so i think they can they're using it to 
kind of make money, but they're also doing a good job at it. Like mm -hmm. I said, the one downfall that puts it at nine is the powers are kind of lame. It's cool because they kind of introduce like a thing that like I wouldn't have guessed, but was weird as somebody else I was talking to guessed it. And so it was kind of like, oh, okay, that's kind of weird. Um, <laughs> but they introduced like just these kids basically doing this thing. But the way that it's gone through and the way that like they see them go through this theories and you see some people go through like the same concepts as Homelander did. Mm -hmm. So it's really interesting to like watch as like these teenage kids try to like, it's tough to say like, if you had superpowers and you were a kid especially a teenager it's like when you see that rich kid who can kind of get away with everything yeah he did things wrong because he could and it almost seems like you can see that in these kids mm -hmm. like where they don't realize there are consequences and mm -hmm. so it's kind of interesting to watch and they do a really good job of keeping that to where like a couple of the kids who weren't so lucky they're a little bit more like hey, i shouldn't do that <laughs> and then the other ones are like i've been rich my parents a superhero i'm a superhero i don't you know and so it's cool to see that concept and it's like it play out so mm -hmm. it's really good i would say overall like i said nine out of ten storylines really good endings phenomenal last episode sweet only downfall to it is powers i don't want to say too much about it because i don't want to ruin it for anybody because i think it's one of those shows where you should definitely watch it and you should definitely watch it before the next season of the boys because it goes straight into it mm -hmm. so i don't know when the boy i think it comes out in january the new season of the boys is gonna come out so you should watch this before you watch the boys even if you don't like it it's just going to help companion into the next season of the boys. And it's just, it's like I said, it's overall fun. You get to see some of the older characters. You get to see some really goofy stuff. You're still going to see that the boys style goofy humor. That's <laughs> like, that's over the top. I didn't need to see that. Like, yeah, there's yeah. one scene that you're like, I didn't need to see that. <laughs> so like, it still has that, like that part of the boys. So mm -hmm. it's worth watching. Like I said, nine out of 10 for me, I'll probably give it a 9.5 because the one thing holding it down for me is the powers. Mm -hmm. I think the acting is really good. Speaking of Sabrina, one of the characters from that Sabrina show is in it as well. And he's one of the main characters. He does a really good job. So overall, I say this show is awesome. Go watch it. Like must watch for people who are into that stuff, especially if you're into like, if you like, like almost like it's like a dark Harry Potter in a mm -hmm. sense. So it's pretty interesting. Um, not bad. Not yeah, bad. not bad. I'm telling you, it's must watch. You should start watching it. <laughs> well, I know uh, my girl was, uh, waiting for like this season to come out or get mm -hmm. through other things. Um, okay, because she's like she's on this anime kick right now where she's trying new anime shows. Oh, um, so <clears throat> but she does want to watch uh, the Gen V. So oh, okay, perfect. Uh, the other thing I have to watch and talk about is season one. I finished all of season one of Wheel of Time. So mm -hmm. Wheel of Time, I like I said last time, it is kind of a slow burn because it's very much like the hero's journey-esque series. It also has 14 books and they're making it into a TV show. Um, I had started the books a long time ago. I don't read because I have, I'm dyslexic, but I do listen to them on book, on tape. And this is one of the books I got was the very first book mm. for this. And I would say to me, it's a little too wordy. It's kind of like Game of Thrones. I prefer to watch Game of Thrones than to read Game of Thrones. <laughs> that's just me. But other people may be different. Yeah. And that's how this is kind of for me. It's very Lord of the Rings-esque. And as I've heard from when I was reading the books and I was looking into reviews, it does like around book three kind of separate itself from Lord of the Rings. Mm -hmm. And right now it is kind of Lord of the Rings, especially season one, especially like the first four episodes, five episodes of season one. It's very 
we're doing that we're going we're traveling to a spot mm-hmm. and then at the end it's kind of like the last two episodes are like we're traveling <laughs> to mordor <laughs> you know what i'm saying so overall but i'd say overall it's really good it does a good job of setting up the world that you're in because you kind of meet different people mm-hmm. and you want to like research like what is this person like in my head i always want to know like the, the, the like the witches are called like the Aes Sedai. I wanted to like look into it. I wanted to feel the history without mm-hmm. spoilers for the show. So I'm like looking that up like on YouTube and stuff to like watch a video like what well, why are they called this? What is going on? Mm-hmm. And so it's pretty interesting. Like I guess I'd say season one, I would say seven out of ten, just mm-hmm. because of how boring it is. Mm-hmm. And then I just we just started season two, which it does have some boring episodes because there's certain characters because there is like a you know a group of characters. And then in season two, they're kind of split up a little bit. Mm-hmm. And sometimes they'll cover a character that I hate. Like the last <laughs> episode was so boring because it covers this one character who just, like, I don't know. For me, there are certain people where in in, in, in anything that I hate how they are portrayed. Like, it's like, it's like you were saying when you do the thing in a horror movie where you do all the wrong things. Mm-hmm. There's certain characters where, like, throughout it, there's a character called Rand. I just showed you because I liked his jacket. He was kind of in that boat for me at the beginning of season one, where he was just like hating on everything, mm. not listening. And then one thing happens, and then he realizes that, oh, I'm an idiot. I should just listen. This person's looking out for me. But for like a few episodes of the show, you're like, dude, shut up and just do it. Like, <laughs> you're really thinking like, this lady's trying to save you. She told you she's trying to save you. She just came to your town and like wreck shop, got injured. Poor y'all. Yeah. And you're still not going to trust that she is doing good for you. <laughs> but then after a while, she gets over that. But the other one of the other girls never gets past that. She's just kind of like a, a dick yeah. to everybody. And she doesn't really care. Mm-hmm. And so for me, it bothers me. Cause I'm like, at a certain point, you got to stop being this person. <laughs> if you think you're going to be like, you're never going to get stronger. You're never going to do anything. Cause all you want to do is kind of argue with everybody and be in this whole season. She's just that same person. Yeah. And the last episode we just watched is all about that character, basically. And I'm like, kill me. There's (laughs) three scenes about other people. Yeah. And then there's her. And I'm like, I don't want to see you anymore. (laughs) Like, I'm good on your story because it's just you being a brat. Yeah, yeah. And that's the whole concept of your story. Like, I'm super powerful. I'm supposed to be super powerful, but I'm a brat. So (laughs) I don't really care what you can say or do because I'm going to be a brat. And then you can be mad about that, but I'm going to be a brat. Yeah, yeah. And I'm not going to do what you say. And I'm going to do this and that. And then, like, they do this whole series of, I mean, the whole thing about her. Because, like, she's having trouble being able to be, like, powerful or whatever. Mm-hmm. And she's, like, she's, like, a good example would be, like, how uh, Utah has all that stored up pressure. Like, you know, his whole power. I can't have curse technique, whatever it's called. Mm-hmm. He has a ton of it, curse energy. She's kind of like that. So she has a ton of cursed energy, but she has no way of using it or controlling it. Mm-hmm. And they're trying to teach her, and she's just a dick bag. <laughs> so it's kind of annoying because you can see the other character who may not have as much power as her trying. Mm-hmm. And it's like that snobby person is like, it's like John Jones. He had all the abilities, yeah, but he never wanted to train. And he wanted to go do cocaine and yeah, do yeah. all that stuff. And that's that person. And so for me, she bothers me just because I'm like, dude. I don't, what, like, is it going to be book five before she realizes she doesn't need to be this, like, snotty teenager? Yeah. So she bothers me. So, so far, like I said, season one, I'd give, like, a seven. I think the, the story, the world they're building, all great. Certain characters, really cool. Certain characters really grew on me. Like, there's a guy named Perrin. I really like him. 
there's a girl that the main witch lady i really like her the introduction of like the leader of the witches really enjoyed her and then there's like these two girls that are the main party kind of people mm -hmm. and they both kind of suck and they're not really fun to be around and then uh there's another main character dude who sucks but and he still sucks, but but overall, I would say <laughs> it's good. Like again, you're not gonna like every character. I mean, yeah, I can yeah. say the same thing about Gen V. Yeah. But I, I I feel like so far, only like three episodes into season two, I'm liking it. I think mm. it's gonna lead to something really good and kind of introducing all these different powers mm. and stuff. So I'd say it's good watch, especially if you're into that like Lord Rings, Game of Thrones stuff. It's worth it. And then if if you don't really like the show, you can also just read the books. Mm. There's 14. It's actually a long series. And worth watching so yeah. every what you said reminds me of like doom dune and stuff like that because um with storylines like that you can't you can't get to like the big impactful um reveals and stuff like that from the beginning because it's a world builder you got to build yeah. um what this world is all about before yeah. you actually get to the See, ins and outs of it. But that's the cool thing about this series is in book one, they almost have like, oh, we're going to go fight this. They mm -hmm. call it the Dark One. We're going to go fight the Dark One. Mm -hmm. So in that, you're going to see that fight. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But there's something, I don't know. I can't tell you because mm -hmm. it's ruining it. But like, so it does have like a lot. Like you have this journey and you have this feeling of like oh this is like a complete story and then you're like wait there's season two so it's like one of those situations where you're like what actually happens uh -huh. and to me it's really interesting and well done mm -hmm. because it's not so much of there's always like an end at the book that makes you feel like we're either getting somewhere or we're going back mm -hmm. rather than being like like how dune kind of felt to me was that there was no it was just like there yeah and it's like i know it's setting everything up but it didn't have like the big exciting fight of like you know a general yeah, yeah. you know like say like you fight you know fire one of the fire lords not the main guy but like a fire general mm -hmm. in, in avatar and that's you beat up and that's the end of this season but then you realize oh he is just a minion to the minion yeah, yeah, yeah. to the minion you know what i'm saying yeah. and that's how this show kind of feels mm -hmm. so it feels like you're you do get something accomplished, but you're also then realize, oh, I haven't done anything. Yeah, yeah. So it's like a little stepping stone yeah, to exactly. a bigger mission. Versus like where Dune just felt like this is just like a a lead up. Like, I'm going to set the surroundings for you and that's it. This mm. has like a, at least like a, we're going to set the surroundings. We're not going to explain everything and we're going to show you what you're looking to deal with. And then you realize that's just a piece of what yeah, you're yeah. going to deal with. So it's really good. Yeah, I yeah. think it's going to be a good show. Again, it's not as well done as a show like Game of Thrones or anything like that, but I would say it's on par with the, the like art and stuff of the game of you know the Lord of the Rings show, the Ring of Power, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So it's not too too bad. It's on par with like one of those shows you watch, like Vikings or something. Mm -hmm. So they look decently done, and just a fun story, which has a great story that's completed. So they can at least follow a completed story. Yeah. It's not like they're going to be making stuff up. So yeah. overall, I think it's really good. Sorry, I was long-winded, but I really have been enjoying the show. <laughs> so, sorry about that. Um, other than that, that's all I've watched yeah. this week. Um, yeah, the only the only other thing is the JJK. Yeah. So that'll be the final part. Is that's JJK? So we'll go into that one real quick and then kind of 
call it for the day. Okay, so JJK, we're on episode 39 of the entire show, which I don't know what number that translates to. <laughs> because they do it weird. Yeah, yeah. Well, and this is like basically in one big fight. This mm-hmm. is like a showcase of the man himself. Yeah. And uh, that is Toji Fushigura coming through the portal. First. Showing... Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, for his big reveal, which is crazy in the actual show. So in the anime, in the end of the last episode, they show the hands like close together. But when they replayed it for the next one, like you could tell, like you couldn't confuse the two because you already know who's coming out. So like he had one hand going out and then he had the other hand go down. Cause so he's like, you know, they changed this up just so you know, it's not a uh, Totoro. <laughs> yeah. So, cause in the first one, you kind of like, you could like think that he's going to try to clap them out of uh the portal so i thought that was pretty funny how they switched up like the angle of of him coming out right um in that one but i just thought it was funny him coming out smiling like he doesn't even know what the hell's going on and he's just coming in smiling yeah um and the best thing about this is that everybody's confused only one person knows yeah yeah the the old man is the only person that knows who he is he's like told you and but everybody else is just like uh is he on our side is he on his side even the villains like oh they brought in another sorcerer that's what they did huh uh, so he's thinking he's fighting yeah uh, against him too so and and let's be realistic like the way they do it and then like she asks like maki asks him like who old man who is this and he goes a ghost like like <laughs> oh no dude like uh, you shouldn't be here like yeah yeah dude it was such a good scene when he first like lands and it shows him like walking in the water and he realizes it's only like knee deep <clears throat> and then like he just like taking steps and it was just done so well he just steals playful cloud that's uh so <laughs> i love that they did that because you know uh some of them could like just almost walk on water type thing and it really shows that he doesn't have like the the cursed energy yeah. so it, it just he's just like a normal person just walking through and him just gripping old girls he's not even sit he's not saying anything this whole time he goes and just grabs her stuff and he's like you know you're trying to struggle with it he's like give me that girl and just throws it out of the way right and i was like yo this guy is just a monster oh, and man. then and then maki is over here talking about like did he do that without energy? Like, is he stronger than even me? And I'm like, yeah, you, know, you don't even know what's oh, going yeah. on right now. And speaking of, like, yeah, he then he proceeds to wreck shop. <laughs> and it, it's so good. Like, that dude has no chance. He thinks he does yeah. the whole time. And he's like, oh, what? You don't even have curse energy. And then he just, then he, yo, that was the nastiest so scene. In the manga, it doesn't show it. It didn't make as much, like, it didn't, it, made such a better impact in the in the anime than it yeah. did in the manga because in the manga it just shows him like kind of making the things happen and then and it's, it's just sharpened sharp. yeah. yeah almost like it was a piece of wood but mm-hmm. in this it's like he sharpened like steel yeah and so it makes it so much better done yeah that's what i was like because at first i was like what the hell is this guy doing and all you see is sparks going he goes, and keep in mind this man has not said a word yeah. this whole time while he's putting hands on people. Um, and the whole idea behind this, the reason, the only reason why he's fighting the guy that he's fighting is because he knows amongst everybody that's in there, 
he's the strongest one. Yeah. That is the only reason why he's fighting this specific guy right now. And that is bonkers. And it gives you a reason for why he didn't fight everybody else. So yeah. it's cool to see, like, oh, so he had a reason. Yeah. And then, like, to see, like, just how that kind of ends. And all of a sudden, like, he's gone and he kicks Fushiguro out the freaking window. <laughs> so you're like, oh, what's going to happen you know, here? Yeah, everybody's over here like this. What? Well, where'd he go? Yeah. <laughs> So that's good. And then it leads into that next scene where everybody dies. Yo. Yo. Next scene is bonkers because all you see is two little girls messing with Yuji. Right. And you're messing with Yuji and you're like, well, what's going on here? And they're putting uh, Sukuna's finger in his mouth trying to trying to awaken this bad boy. Yep. Um, and then you got... Um, Oh, wait, no, no. Joe goes next. That's the scene that I'm that talking about. That is, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where he comes yeah, and yeah, just yeah. proceeds to wreck everybody wreck. in a second. Yeah. He, he he immediately comes in. He's like, he sees his boy, dad. He's like, wait a second, y'all did this? Oh, no, fam. Because he doesn't see, he's... he doesn't see freaking Toji. So he's like, y'all yeah. did this? Hold up, boom. Boom. Blows up my boy, Nanami. Yeah, yeah. All right, like, what the hell? <laughs> no problem. What are you doing to my guy? Yeah, yeah. Then proceeds to blow up Maki, mm-hmm. right? So, and the thing is, is like, in my head, especially when I was reading this, I don't think those guys are going to die because that was no way to kill his main character. Yeah. Maki's a main character, right? Because yeah. now you got to think like, oh, if you're going to take out Maki, where's Yuta? Yuta can't let his girl die like yeah. that. So now he better be showing up to Red <laughs> Chuck. Now you, you can't be. But then yeah. you come to find out. You ain't going to fight Yuta. You know, yeah. You got someone else to fight. But wrecks him and then destroys this guy that was doing damage to that dude where he had to put him in his to domain. Old, yeah the old man and then just proceeds to wreck him old man zen and just yeah he's just like yo what is these frames man let me yeah. go ahead and fry these all like, these up these are happening they're just two things <laughs> and um so the biggest takeaway i got from this which um it was like my girl was like frustrated me because i like thinking about these things is the idea so the only time you've seen this guy fight really was with Gojo. Yeah. So you, it makes you feel like he's weaker than what he is. But when he's fighting people like this, like he's above them. So it's like, where is he on this pedestal of strength kind of thing? So right. it's like, yo. But it also is good because you, you, now you really see how strong Gojo was and why but, and they had to get him out the picture. The other thing is that I always felt like when you look at that group of, of those those curses, so it was Hanami. Dugan and then um, Jogo. It always felt like Jogo was the leader of them. Mm-hmm. He was always the one like destroying people and stuff. Yeah. And then you never saw him fight because you you only saw him fight Gojo, but you didn't see him fight when Nanami or Hanami fought against all the yeah. kids. So I always felt like Hanami was like weaker. I then Dugan, he didn't really know anything about. So to me, it always felt like he was the top. But the fact that, like you said, he got just absolutely decimated in his own domain <laughs> by Gojo. You're like, well. He's not that strong. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, he can't be that strong. Yeah, yeah. And then he shows up here and just one taps everybody. <laughs> you're like, hold up. And then you see how scared he is of the next character yeah. that comes out. And you're like, wait a second. Yeah. Where is it? Like, there is just no mean. It's like, there's like A, B, and then there's Z. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's how it feels. Like, especially yeah, yeah. with like Gojo and, yeah. and this one character we're talking about. So next thing happens is. He, he, he feels that somebody's messing with yeah. Sukuna. So he goes over there, takes out those two girls, supposedly, mm-hmm. and feeds Yuji 
every finger they got. Yeah, what do you say, nine? He had nine of them? Or, was or it... ten. Okay. Yeah, so so now I think UG's up to like... Fifteen, maybe? Yeah, fourteen, fifteen, yeah. somewhere around there. And the thing is, like, UG can handle one or two fingers, but he can't take all those ten fingers at once. And keep us Sakuna suppressed within his body. Yeah, and so, boom, Sakuna wakes up. One A, keeps like one finger powerful before. Yeah. Now he's... 15 or whatever finger powerful <laughs> so you know he's strong as crap proceeds to just get up like you see go or uh, that dude sitting there who you just saw how powerful he yeah, is sweating yeah and his hands gone arm gone he knows it's happened you're like oh no dude this yeah. is gonna yeah. be bad and then, and then he jumps back he right. jumps back and also the two girls that was also helping somehow survive too um Her his curse technique yeah well, yeah, her curse technique will help them survive out. It doesn't explain like exactly whose technique helped them survive. Um, but so now they're all over there sweating, looking at him, and you can just feel like the energy from from just like when he's walking over. Yeah. Um and the dialogue between him and the curses well in the regular people as well with curse energy um you could feel like uh the first dialogue he's like bow and <laughs> the two girls bow all the way down head down to the ground and uh oh boy is only on his knees and he's like oh so you thought that was a <laughs> yeah lee Yo, I was like, yo, that is so disrespectful. Yo, what was more disrespectful was how he killed the second girl. Yo. She goes to grab her thing. Her head yeah. gets chopped off, and then she turns into, like, cubes. Yeah. And he, ah, Sukuna is so, it, such a lame character. Golly. Uh, <laughs> it, was, it was so crazy because, like, you, you understand the impact he has amongst these people and how afraid they are of not saying anything. Yeah. So they don't want to say the wrong thing because this guy can kill him in the snap of a finger. Right. And he asked, he like literally asked the girls what they wanted. They gave him a finger. He's like, what do you want? She tells him what she wants. And he's like, he just wipes her off. And he's like, you think you're about to tell me what to do? Control or just because like, they was like, we know where another finger is. We'll give you it if you kill a certain person. Yeah. Um, and just wipes her, wipes wipes her head off, and she's gone in a second. And he's just like, "Yo, what are, what are you doing?" And yeah. then he's telling uh, the the old girl is like, "Seen that? Went for her little technique to grab her phone, die, and she's sliced up, million yeah. pieces, donezo." And then he goes over to old boy, is like, "What do you want?" He's like, "No." Yeah, he's just like, "Yo, I learned a lesson. <laughs> I want nothing." And then he's like. <laughs> Whatever you want to do, all I wanted was to set you free, and you can do whatever you want. Yep. And then he's like, all right, cool. He's like, I'll help you work with y'all if you can hit me at once. Yeah. He's like, I will kill every single human in this region, except for one, if you put your hands on me. I wonder who that one is. Yeah. I mean, I probably, he's probably. probably like the strongest person in the universe. Probably well, he can't because the strongest person in the universe is in a box right now. Yeah, it's probably not. You know, if he wants somebody else, that's probably the strongest in the universe. So who knows? Nah, he's not. <laughs> Trust me, he's not. But uh, yeah, so 
it was overall a great episode. I mean, this show this show just keeps on delivering. Like, I tell you what. The only thing I hated is that they did that dirt. Did my boy Nanami so dirty? Yeah, dirty. I'm so mad. Dude. He's like God, the disrespect. My um, favorite characters. Yeah. Uh, so I think that was pretty much how it is. Yeah. So I read a little bit ahead, so I know what's going to happen in this next episode, which um, I'm not going to say anything about because it'll definitely give some things away, but. I'm super excited for this next episode uh, to see how the dynamic goes um, between two specific people because uh, it might be. I hope it's longer. Yeah. Because in the comics, it's a very short, short, scene. short. It, and then I want it to be because it, it it was impactful, but it didn't feel like as impactful as yeah. I wanted it to. So hopefully they do uh, prolong it. But I did want to say, I think um, JJK is doing really well. It could be because it's new. I mean, it's it's on the same pace as uh, Demon Slayer, right? Because Demon Slayer has only two seasons realistically and then a movie, right? Three seasons. Is it three? Yeah, because they did the You're Freedom about the Entertainment District. So you have the movie. So you have the, the first two seasons kind of as one season. Yeah. That whole thing's one season. Then you have the, the movie, movie and train. train. Then you have the Entertainment District and then the Source of the Village. Oh, yeah, that's right. Okay, so it's a little behind, but I just want to commend JJK because how they're doing it, even after the movie, they're still like pushing it, yeah, kind of thing. It feels, I'll be honest, like first episode of this season scared me because that first five minutes, all that season, yeah, I was like, yeah, oh, yeah. another demon slayer, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I would say overall, it is done the best of any new anime that I've seen in mm. a long time and deserves like all the praises like if there's anime awards for this year yeah it should win all of them like best voice actor uh, like for one scene not <laughs> like that scene how many how many allies where are they yeah yeah <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's it's so tough because you're not going to know which best fight scene they're going to put in it because you can't yeah. put all of them in it but right, man right. they have so many oh yeah i mean like i would say like to me best fight scene choso versus yuji that was the best fight scene so good in like the last two years yeah like the best i mean i'm trying to think of another fight scene that was better i can't <laughs> like i can't like i mean there's gonna be one jjk is gonna top it eventually yeah. but not right now yeah. there's gonna be a good one coming up so i'm i'm so excited yeah so it's it's just super exciting seeing all this. I'm I'm super happy for it. I'm glad that they're doing this route. Hopefully they stay on this route where they just keep it consistent and don't try to like prolong this thing. Cause yeah. I think even after this thing is done, if they do it well, this is gonna be like a Naruto One Piece where you're still gonna be buying those merchandisers well after this yep. series is over. I mean and like I said, like you still there's just twenty four episodes. I think there I think that this whole entire thing just depending on what, because they're supposed to end this year, but I don't see an ending this year. I say it's probably going to end. The show's probably going to end like midway through next year. Mm. I think they can only do maybe one more season or two more seasons. Yeah. I think so. I don't. I don't suspect after this season ends that you'll we'll be seeing another season of it for like two years. That's what I was thinking. Finish it. Yeah, yeah. Before they can do it, so it's kind of sucks, but that means also. Like 2025, we get what I can't wait. The fight I can't wait for. It's so a, It's going to be nasty. Yep, absolutely. So until next time, y'all, peace. Later.